So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, this one's gonna be about Jack Ma. You know, you might know him. He is the, uh, I think, co-founder and also CEO, was CEO of Alibaba, or actually chairman of the Alibaba group, as I just, you know, read there. Um, I think up to Tuesday, I guess, you know, he somehow retired from one of his positions, I guess. Well, I think it was from the Chinese e-commerce. I don't know. He actually stepped back from, from one of his positions, positions that he had. But we will anyway go through this article, you know. But more, as always, after the motherfucking intro. Yeah. It's really silent, actually. You know, it is pretty amazing, you know. It is pretty amazing because there is no background noise. There is nothing in the background that might can disturb you from whatever it is, you know. Or from actually the experience of listening to this particular episode. But yeah, with that being said, hello, welcome back to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. And I'm pretty pumped. I'm really fucking pumped to be here just because I can now do what I'm passionate about to do. And this is amazing. I know this is really amazing. And I do hope that I'm going to be able to do that. Not really now, you know, not only now, you know, I really hope that I'm going to be able to do that my whole life long. You know, something that I'm passionate about because, you know, even though we all are able to do so and we all can, often we do somehow prioritize things that are really not making us extremely happy, that are not something that we are passionate about. You know, then it is about money and then it is actually about just sustaining yourself and whatsoever, which is something that I can understand. Like, yeah, if, if there is no way you can you can sustain yourself by doing what you love, of course, yeah, you have to adapt, you know, because you have to somehow live, like, there is no fucking way to do that anyway, and or to do that in another way, but yeah, you know, as I said, we are going through an article on Czech Ma, and something that I haven't said, it is about sleep, and it's about productivity, and it's about, I think in the end, it is also about feeling good, you know, to some degree, but I'm gonna read, so this article, by the way, if you can't see by now, or if you're on a podcast, this article is by CNBC, which um, is actually a pretty great site, you know, for great articles I have uh, seen, you know, the past few days, actually, you know, because I've never thought about it. I've really never thought about going to CNBC for self-help, quote-unquote, articles. But yeah, so Jack Ma has good advice on stress and sleep. Chairman of Alibaba Group holding LTD, Jack Ma at the Viva Technology Show in Paris, France. Jack Ma retired from his position as chairman of Chinese e-commerce site Alibaba on his 55th birthday on Tuesday. The Chinese billionaire has developed a reputation for sharing provocative advice about pro productivity. For example, he once advocated for a 99-6 workweek in which people work a 12-hour workday, six days a week. Something like... Yeah, of course, it is somehow provocative. Yeah, you know, because we all talk about working less and we all talk about more freedom and more kind of work-life balance. We actually do, you know, especially in Austria, it is, well, 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 you know, there was, it is not a really long time ago, they have actually announced a 12-hour day, you know, that it is actually legal to work 12 hours a day 
just without actually any overtime or without actually any additionally hours, which um, which is heavily heavily criticized by all the people like a lot of other politicians in Austria and also in general the population. And I, I can understand this, you know, but the thing is, you know, let's talk about Elon Musk. You know, Elon Musk working 180, 180, no, I'm sorry, 18 hours, weeks or days, 18 hour days for months long. And he did it. But he did it because he was passionate about what he's doing. And of course, for a regular quote-unquote person that's just having a corporate job, most often it is not going to lead to a lot of happiness. Most often it's going to lead to a lot of stress and most often it's going to lead to something that is not something that we are going for, I guess, you know, because it is a corporate job. But if you are the leader of a business or if you're the owner of a business, the CEO of a business, and it is practically your business, which doesn't necessarily have to be the case if you're the CEO, by the way, but if it is the case, you know, if it is actually your business, of course, you're going to work more than anybody else, you know, in terms of Elon Musk, you know, he worked 18 hours a fucking day for Tesla or for SpaceX. No, I think it was for Tesla. Yeah, I think it was for Tesla. And of course, he's doing that because it is his fucking business. And this is the point there. Like, if it is your business, then of course, you're going to work way harder than for somebody else's business, you know, which is also one of the reasons why leaders can't really can't really force the employees, you know, quote-unquote force the employees to work as hard as they are working because they won't, because it is not their business. You know, give them some equity in the business, maybe then they're going to work as hard as you might or as you do. But uh, without that, I guess no. You know, I guess they wouldn't work as hard because it is not their business, it is yours. But besides the whole fact that, okay, it might be some provocative shit or whatever, um... Maybe you actually have to do this, you know, maybe this is actually not a really provocative thing, but it is actually the truth. And I really guess it is the truth. And I really also guess that Jack Ma had also, had also just have to do that, you know, you know, Alibaba is a pretty big site, you know, you might know, I know, and I've, I've actually never ever bought some, something on Alibaba, but I guess it is especially a pretty uh, pretty often used site in you know asian markets and whatsoever but it is definitely a big site you know it is definitely a big site and i don't know greatness doesn't come from from nothing basically you know of course he had to put in some force to actually get something out of it and i guess 12 hour work days or even more 18 20 something more or something less uh, of course he had to do that at least i assume that i really do assume that but let's move along. But Ma has also allude, alluded or alluded, whatever, that the plans to follow the die on the beach rather than to follow the die on the beach rather than the office philosophy and has praised the power of sleep. At the 2019 World World Economic Forum in Davos, Davis. Ma told an audience he prioritizes rest and sleep when he's faced with a lot of stress, which definitely makes sense, but he's explaining it right now, I guess, even. If I don't sleep well, the problem will still be there, he said. If I sleep, I have a better chance to fight it. He reiterated this in 2019 when speaking about rejection and failure at the VivaTech conference in Paris, or VivaTech, I don't know. Of course, you're not happy when people say no, 
He said, have a good sleep, wake up and try it again. Mass advice tracks with what we know about the connection between sleep and productivity. Recent research from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, or the AASM, suggests that people with mild cases of insomnia or uh, isomia, whatever actually the English pronunciation is, I really don't know, or a difficult or difficulty falling or staying asleep experience a 58% productivity loss the following day. And in instances where people sacrifice their sleep to get more done, they are 19% less productive the next day, the same study found. Which is a really interesting thing. You know, something that I do really have to say now is that you should definitely focus on yourself. And that's it. You know, if you're feeling like, you know, 18 hours a day working and two hours a fucking day sleeping or something like this does not just work for you, of course, you shouldn't be doing this. Because if something is not working for you, if you totally notice that your productivity is a piece of shit, you know, that you can't get done anything, of course, you have to change it up. Of course, you have to do something else. And of course, you have to figure out what is then working best for you. It just makes sense, you know. Just because somebody said, or just because somebody sang, or some people are saying, you have to wake up at 4 a.m. to get shit done. Doesn't mean that you also should be doing it. Maybe it is working for you. You know, in just many cases, it will be working for this particular person, or it will be working for you. But in many other cases, it won't as well. You know, because we are all individuals. Some things work for me that totally are not working for you. And some things work for you that totally are not working for me. You know, It is, it is actually also the beauty of life, you know, because we are all different, we are all individuals, we all just have something that is just us, you know, it is just us then. And if you totally see, you know, that maybe also just social media, you know, if social media is actually fucking up with your productivity, then of course you have to change it up, you know, if you actually want to have a good quote-unquote productivity or better productivity, or if you want to just get more done, then you have to change things, then you have to change up things, then you have to adapt to how you would like to have it. Of course, you know, it just makes sense. But something else, you know, something that I've actually been recently talking about are placebos. And as I've just read through the lines, and I, I was thinking like, well, you know, 19% less productivity for those people that are sacrificing their sleep to get more done. I do assume that it could definitely be the case, you know, it could really definitely be the case. But uh, the thing is, first of all, they do not even say what amount of what am, what amount of hours of sleep you actually need a day. You know, they say, okay, if you actually sacrifice sleep to, to get more done, it is like not really good. You know, your productivity will be harmed and, and whatsoever. So it is not good. But they actually do not say how long you should be sleeping for. The thing is, placebos, if you really truly let your body know and let yourself know, so if you really truly tell yourself that you are way more productive if you get up at 2 a.m. after, I don't know, three or four or five hours of sleep, then it's going to be the case, I guess. At least you're going to feel that way. You know, and, and I do also believe that just how you feel and how you think about what you're doing when you're doing it and while you're doing it is also a pretty great part of being successful at what you're doing. Because I don't know, unless 
unless you actually believe in what they say, you know, if you actually believe in what they say, then of course you have to sleep, you know, because your, your mind is telling you through placebo, whether this is actually true or not, that you have to do that, you know, to actually be productive or get more done or whatever it might be. It is, it is really interesting, you know, we can, we can really actually tell ourselves so strictly and so, so intensively that we actually also do that. You know, it is kind of the beauty of placebos. It is just why placebos are a really, really interesting effect and factor and a thing. Pretty interesting. So, so yeah, it, it might be the case. You know, it might be the case that even though they say, okay, you're 19% less productive, that you're still way more productive just because you tell yourself that you are productive. Could really be the thing. Other research has shown that sleep deprivation negatively impacts people's cognitive performance, including memory, creative decision-making, and emotions. For all those reasons, sleep could be one of the most important health habits impacting our productivity. Of course, Ma's suggestion to drift off to sleep when you're stressed might be easier said than done, especially for the 30% of adults who have insomnia. There is a common cause of insomnia Stress is a common cause of insomnia because intrusive thoughts can make it harder for people to fall asleep, according to the National Sleep Foundation. Strategies like cognitive behavioral therapy, which is a pretty interesting thing, by the way, it is a really, really, really interesting thing. Relaxation techniques and meditation have all shown to help threat insomnia or treat insomnia, I'm sorry. According to wellness guru and entrepreneur Deepak Kopra, I don't know who this is, unfortunately, Mindfulness techniques such as breathing, reciting a mantra and recapping your day can help you fall asleep even when your mind is racing, he previously told CNBC Make It. Beyond your own health, research from the AASM found that insomnia costs the nation 252.7 days of work and $63.2 billion a year. Which is definitely something. Like, it really totally is something. But... uh, Another thing that I am willing to talk about is emotions, you know, emotions when you're, when you haven't been sleeping a lot, because this is something that I so have have experienced and so have seen in myself that it is just insane. It it is really just insane how much sleep has to do with how you behave and how you feel, like if you're happy, if you're not happy, if you're really aggressive in my case, and if it is like, okay, somebody says something and you immediately you know, you're immediately gonna explode, just really swear all the fucking time and whatever you might be doing when you are exploding. But what I have seen is that if I don't sleep as much as I should, you know, if I'm maybe even on purpose sleep depriving myself, with this, which is definitely something that I do, maybe unfortunately, maybe fortunately, because I kind of have the feeling that I get way more done, even though I might be not as productive, you know, as as uh, as with just the proper quote-unquote amount of sleep, I still, first of all, have way more time if I sleep less, you know, because one or two hours, especially in the morning, is just definitely, definitely, definitely a lot of fucking time. It enables me to actually get done a lot of things in the really first few hours of the day. Of course, you know, the whole productivity curve is going to fall down relatively fast, maybe for you, and also relatively deep in some um 
at some points of time in the day, which definitely also is something that I've seen. Like in the really early morning, I'm really productive. You know, I'm able to get things done relatively quickly and relatively efficiently. You know, no matter if I've slept just really long or not so long, I'm really able to work then. You know, also just from a conscious perspective, like, okay, I'm really able to focus on it. And I'm also really able to just do without just thinking about something else, you know, which is really important for me, which is really, truly important for me. Um, to also feel good and things. But the uh, thing is that um, sleep, if I haven't slept enough, I definitely notice that that I'm getting pretty aggressive relatively quickly. You know, no matter what somebody said or might have said, did or might have did or done, it is actually something that's, that is pretty interesting. It really truly is interesting but it is actually like I'm getting aggressive really, really, really fast because I haven't slept enough. It is it is really interesting. I don't know if this is just some some natural kind of way to to maybe even protect protect myself, you know, from potential predators. But the thing is, like, there are no predators anymore, anymore. Really important anymore. But like, yeah, you know, it's still there, you know. There are no predators anymore, but I'm still getting pretty aggressive because my body somehow wants to maybe even protect me, you know, something that I'm just thinking about, but but I don't know, you know, this is just something that I have seen and that I have noticed and that that is, that is pretty interesting, to be honest. It is really interesting and I, I totally also noticed that if I've slept enough, that I'm totally kind of a different person, you know, I'm, I'm way more chilled you know I'm, I'm really not as aggressive as quickly as without having enough sleep which is sometimes it really kind of bothers me you know because i don't know i do not like to be aggressive all the fucking time you know it is actually something that i that i struggle anyways with you know because i'm naturally a relatively aggressive person which uh, which has definitely advantages and also disadvantages like there's nothing to debate about that but but yeah you know in some occasions um, in terms of some people or in interactions with some people, it really is not the best thing. You know, it is really like pretty fucked up. But, 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 but just because we've actually talked about it before or through this article, or I might just go through a question because I actually also wanted to talk about cognitive behavioral therapy but I might also be talking about this in another episode. I guess I'm going to do this this way, yeah. Because we actually have to go through another Quora question. Because often, really, really often, there are pretty good questions there. You know, and questions that lead that can lead to a lot of great and interesting things that might also be really interesting to one of you people. Which, you know, which is a pretty good thing, you know. Because I want to be able to, yeah help out people. Um, the, the most important part, or actually the most difficult part here, is to actually figure out what I should be answering there. You know, because there are so many different topics and questions and whatsoever. But let's see, you know, let's actually see what there is. What are some of the best ways to show consideration towards others? Can you show consideration? So I didn't know that. Well, actually, scroll down a little bit.
what are 10 books? What 10 books would you recommend to an 18-year-old to read to help them get started in life? It is actually a pretty good question. It, it really is truly a good question. The thing that I have to say, first of all, there is that books are really not the only medium that can, can provide information. Articles, blogs, the internet in general, podcasts, audiobooks, which are not really books, but they are audiobooks, the newspaper, other people, which means talking to other people. There are many, many, many ways to learn something. Of course, books are a pretty great way, but the internet and articles on the internet are definitely also a pretty good way. Especially if you do not have such a lot of money and if you do not want to spend such a lot of money, the internet is a really, really good choice because a lot of things are for free and a lot of things are really inexpensive, you know, especially also ebooks, you know, because the thing that is, it is just a debate about the medium, you know, it is just about the medium. It would be the exact same thing as, as, as if I would actually be like, okay, I don't fucking know, like, well, I... <laughs> <laughs> I can't come up with an example there, but it is just about the medium, you know, who the fuck says that just because it is a book, the information is better than in the newspaper, it is another medium, you know, and all mediums have disadvantages and also advantages, and all mediums are also meant to, to have certain informations and certain types of informations, types of information, types of informations in terms of, okay, you know, in a book, there might be a story, a long story, you know, because a book normally has some depth. A book normally is a little bit like more than one page. An article is a relatively short medium. Like most often you can find articles with less than, I don't know, 10,000 characters or something. But does it mean that those 10,000 characters or 2,000 characters are really fucking bad just because it is not a book? No, it doesn't mean that. But yeah, you know, let's get back to the original question. 10 books. Um, 1984 from George Orwell is definitely a pretty good one. It really is a good one and a really interesting one. I've read it, I think, three years ago or two years ago. And uh, was it life-changing? Probably not. Was it interesting? Yeah, really. Another one is How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I've been talking about it for so many times. It is just insane, but it is truly a really, 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 really good book. And I would definitely suggest you to read it because it is a good book, you know, because it really, truly is a good book. And I've learned so much off of it. Unfortunately, of course, you're going to forget a lot of things. And of course, you're going to just live your life. And then it is just what it is. And you can't, I don't know, you know, sometimes it is like, okay, those things, those lessons, those facts, those tips, those whatever you want to call them pop up again. And yeah, you know, so 1984, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Then uh, um, I would consider Why We Sleep also a pretty good book, even though like it is a scientific book and I'm not a scientist. I am not really that educated in terms of sleep. I do just have some education. I know some things, but it is truly not enough. It's truly not enough to say that this is a really good book and that everybody should read it, whatever. It is extremely extremely, extremely, extremely detailed. And uh, this is maybe the beauty of it. This is just maybe the advantage and maybe also the disadvantage of it. Another book is um, Tools of Titans by, um, by, 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 by Tim Ferriss, because I believe that it is actually a pretty good book to just read, because 
you know, at least as I kind of remember it, it consists of many shorter stories, you know, shorter stories that have to do with really amazing people, whether it be billionaires, whether it be just top performers like athletes, they do not all have to be rich, you know, but they all have something that is um, making them successful in some kind of form. Um, th there's actually quite a ton of books, books, books that I, that I often think about that are truly, really great, you know, um, and there's normally also another one that I always come up with and that I'm always talking about. I would in general say that's quite all the books of Gary Vee. They are all pretty good. Then The Dip by Seth Godin and in general nearly all the works from Seth Godin. They're all pretty good. But The Dip is definitely one of the topics, I guess, that is truly important to know about because it is about when to stop. You know, when to actually not pursue a dream any longer. And all those things, it is a really, um, really interesting thing. Um, actually, there are a ton of good books. I know in terms of summaries, you know, because I've often only read summaries. How to Influence and Influence People, I've read that the whole one. Even one and a half times. Actually, one and a half times. But yeah, maybe The Wolf of Wall Street. If you're interested in uh, the straight line persuasion tactique, I guess it is called, or technique. Uh, also really, really interesting. You know, there's so many good books just, you know, to get started in life, I would consider, you know, I would actually say that most often biographies or self-help books might be a pretty good choice. And uh, yeah, you know, just look for Google some, you know, really Google some and then just choose the ones that somehow kind of, yeah sound the best i would say and yeah uh with that being said i sadly enough have to say that this is going to be the end of the episode but i've truly enjoyed it you know even though i really feel a little dizzy today in general i don't know why you know it might be because i haven't had enough food just the past weeks i guess or the past week or something because I'm doing the intermittent fasting thing and then I'm not able to just eat as much as I should be eating and, you know, reasons. But, 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 um, I wish you the best health, fairness, and also success and I also hope that you're going to remind yourself on how you're going to be remembered, which means your legacy. You know, in the end, it is just your legacy. But something that has to be said is that no matter how nice and good and great you are, there's still going to be someone that is not liking you, so disliking you and that is even hating you. Just because. And three other questions that I hope you're going to think about are correlated to your purpose and are why are you here? What are you trying to change and what is pissing you off the most? Because they might help you to actually figure out your purpose and they might help you to just maybe lead a, a healthier and happier life. You know, because your purpose is truly an important thing to know about. And with that being said... I wish you the best and I see you hopefully the next time. So please subscribe and rate the video and the podcast and all the necessary things should be done in the description.